therefore, in order to keep me from being conceited, I was given a thorn in my flesh, a messenger of Satan, to torment me. Three times I pleaded with the Lord to take it away from me. And the Lord said to me, my grace is sufficient. Do you have a thorn in your side? Are you being tormented? Well, today I want you to know that God's grace is sufficient and you should be good with that. Let's talk about it. Happy Monday, happy Monday, and welcome to Audacity Presents, where we choose to live an audacious life for Christ in spite of. Hmm, how does that sound? Living an audacious life for Christ in spite of what might be going on with us personally, uh, what might be going on in my city or in my country, we still choose to live boldly for Christ. This is how we should choose to live in spite of whatever is going on. We will live an audacious life for Christ. Bottom line. I like the way that sounds. So we are back another Monday uh, talking about Audacity Presents. And I feel like Maybe this is a good time to do a reminder that we are more than just a podcast. We have a weekly blog on Mondays that is released at audacitypresents.wordpress.com. We are on social media, all social media outlets. We are on Instagram. We are on Twitter. We are on TikTok. We are on Facebook. Um, We are also on YouTube. So you can go out to YouTube and kind of get to know me personally. I have like random, I don't want to say random videos, but I have videos out there of me teaching, of me speaking, uh, of me recording the podcast. Uh, I try to dabble a little bit in spoken word, right? Or poetry. Maybe mine is more poetry. But anyway, uh, there's videos out there Well, let me take that back. There is a video out there of me singing. I sing a little bit. So uh, check us out on YouTube or check me out on YouTube. If you want to know a little bit more about me or see my face, uh, you will see videos of which I am coming into my own. I will put it that way. I have not liked videos and pictures. I'm just not that type of person. But doing ministry, um, you got to be out there. So I'm trying to be out there, y'all. I am trying to be out there. So if you do go to my YouTube page, uh, you should find a video this week. I had an opportunity to speak a few weeks ago at our women's Bible study here at my church. And um, you will see me, the call, it was a conference call. So you will see me uh, teaching our Tuesday women's Bible study. I did a video while I uh, taught their Bible study a few weeks ago. So I've got that video posted out on YouTube uh, so you guys can check it out. I'm talking about our part and God's part. Sometimes we think it's all on God, but believe it or not, we do have a part to play. All right. So let me jump into what's on my replay this week. And uh, my replay really came from, I had an opportunity to attend the Right Now Media Conference last week, 
which was awesome. Please write down Write Now Media so that when they get ready to plan for their 2023 conference, you can attend. And the worship there was just awesome. And this song has just been in my head um, after worshiping at the conference. And that is Make Room by Community Music. You can go to Spotify, check out my playlist out there as well. But here's some of the words to the song. It says, here is where I lay it down. Every burden, every crown. This is my surrender. Here is where I lay it down. Every lie and every doubt. This is my surrender. And then the chorus goes into, I will make room for you to do whatever you want to, to do whatever you want to, Jesus, and I will make room for you to do whatever you want to. And this song has just been playing in my head uh, since they sung it during the conference, is that, you know, that's really what we should be saying. I mean, we get so busy in our life, and sometimes we should just stop and take a breath and say, Lord, I will make room for you. Help me to make room for you to do whatever you want to. And this is what's interesting. I I just feel like I am such a weird person because I'm driving to the conference on Thursday and I'm on the the Dallas Tollway traffic Thursday morning and you know, I meditate when I'm in the car along. It 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 seems that's a time when I'm alone that uh, me and the Holy Spirit can have conversations. And this thought, um, are you good with that? And I think at first I couldn't remember what I was thinking when this phrase came into my head. I feel like I was thinking, you know, sometimes we get into those moments where it's like, oh, Lord, am I, is this it? Am I doing what I'm supposed to be doing? Uh, am I where you want me to be? I feel like that's where my mind was going as I was driving. Uh, but the phrase uh, to be good with that, the phrase to be good with that came to mind. And I thought the audacity to be good with that. Can we take a bold risk and be good with that? Whatever that is in your life, can we be good with it? And so that phrase is just replaying in my head and I'm thinking, okay, Holy Spirit, I, I, need a, I need a scripture to go with this. What, how am I going to reference this? And he takes me, the Holy Spirit takes me to 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 7. And it says, or because of these surprisingly great revelations, okay, it, it starts off with that. But then it says, therefore, in order to keep me from becoming conceited, I was given a thorn in my flesh, a messenger of Satan to torment me. And then it says in verse eight, three times I pleaded with the Lord to take it away from me. And then the Apostle Paul, who wrote this, uh, 2 Corinthians says, and he said to me, meaning the Lord said to him, my grace is sufficient. Three times Paul prayed for the Lord to take this thorn in his flesh away. And the Lord replied, my grace 
is sufficient. And that led to my phrase or my topic, the audacity to be good with that. To me, Paul had the audacity to be good with that, that thorn in his flesh that tormented him because the Lord said, my grace is sufficient. Now, I, I started researching, uh, studying, uh, trying to find out, okay, what, what was this thorn in his flesh? Okay, uh, how long did he have this thorn? Uh, when he was Saul persecuting uh, Christians, did he have this thorn? Maybe it was there. Uh, didn't really realize it until he had his Damascus Road experience. And now he has this thorn. And it's interesting, a lot of commentaries that I read, no one really knows what this thorn was. Some people said uh, that he had a physical ailment. And, you know, I'm thinking like, you know, in, the, in, in current day, okay, did he have diabetes, high blood pressure, uh, you know, gallstones? What, what was this thorn? Uh, and then other commentaries wrote that it was a spiritual thorn. And it's like, okay, did, did Paul have a wondering? Ah, what, you know, what, what was going on that Paul was having to deal with? What was his that? And then I, I, I read other commentaries and listened to other sermons and read other documents that said uh, maybe uh, the false teachers, because he was writing this second letter to the Corinthians because there were false teachers raising up in the church. And maybe they had become a thorn in his side that was just, you know, wearing him down because he had, you know, established this church and now these false teachers are are popping up everywhere that maybe that was the thorn in his side. I we don't know. And the great thing about scripture but at the same time for a person like me, uh it, it's not meant for us to say that that is not the point, that is not the focus of this scripture. The focus of Paul saying this is the fact that God's grace is sufficient. God's grace is all we need, regardless of what the that is in our life. And so I'm thinking, okay, Lord, so so you're saying that your grace is sufficient when I'm dealing with, like for my family, when I'm dealing with loss. And he's saying, yes, my grace is sufficient. Okay, Lord, are you saying your grace is sufficient for my friends that are having marital issues or going through divorce? And God is saying, yes, my grace is sufficient. Okay, are you saying, Lord, that for my friends that are dealing with infertility, trying to have a child and, and they've tried everything. And he's still saying, yes. My grace is sufficient. You, Lord, you're saying no matter how many times I pray and I have the sisters praying for me at church to take this thorn from my flesh. You're still telling me your grace is sufficient for whatever I'm dealing with. And God is still saying, yes, my grace is sufficient. 
And, and not only is my grace sufficient, but my grace is so sufficient that you should be good with that. You should be good with your singleness. You should be good with your infertility. You should be good with death because my grace is sufficient for that. You should be good with that. And I'm going to tell you when, <laughs> when the Holy Spirit gave me this, I wrestled with it. it. This is one of those podcast episodes that I'm just like, I don't want to say that. I, I don't want to talk about that. And the Holy Spirit is saying, oh yeah, you're going to talk about it. And, and waking up the next morning and saying, are you sure this is what I need to talk about? And just as the Holy Spirit works and as God always gives us confirmation, I'm sitting in the conference on Friday and the speaker, one of the speakers gets up and she says, I want to talk from 2 Corinthians 12, 7. And she reads this verse that I just read about Paul and this thorn in his flesh and his grace being sufficient. And this is what's so mind-blowing to me. She reads this scripture, but then she goes off talking about something else. And, and I couldn't really correlate her message to the scripture, but I thought, Lord, was this your confirmation for me? Uh, I, I had talked to one of our elders about studying this. And then for this woman on stage at the conference to get up and read this scripture, I was like, okay, I'll talk about it. So God's grace is sufficient regardless of your that. You should be good with your that because his grace is sufficient. And then I thought about Paul and this thorn in his flesh and how Paul, you, you guys know I am a, a fan, for lack of a better word, of the Apostle Paul. But the fact that whenever Paul got this thorn, that he still accomplished great things for the Lord in spite of this thorn. It didn't stop him from doing what God had called him to do. Paul was good with that. It did not slow him down at all. He continued to do the work that God had called him to do. And then another thought that came to me when I thought about this thorn in Paul's flesh, I thought of the rose. Roses have thorns. But the thorns don't stop us from seeing the beauty of the rose. The thorn, even if we get stuck by the thorn, people are still buying roses. People are still giving each other roses. Um, the thorns don't stop us from seeing the beauty of the rose. That's good. I should put that in a book. We still buy the roses. So whatever thorn God has placed in your flesh, 
that Satan is tormenting you with. Be good with that because God's grace is sufficient. This is my merry moment. The thorns on the rose do not stop individuals from seeing the beauty in the rose, right? God gives us thorns in our flesh, but we learn to be good with that because his grace is all we need. So whatever you are dealing with right now, and maybe you have not accepted Christ as your Lord and Savior. Now is a good time. He can help you to be good with that thorn that you're dealing with. His grace is sufficient, but you've got to know him first. The audacity to be good with that. Y'all have a good week. Hey, I hope you enjoyed the show today. And remember, Christ died for you, was resurrected for you, is returning for you all because he loves you. Now all you have to do is confess, believe, and trust in him. We'll see you next week.